G'day and welcome once again to Stacks Podcast. It is Jai here, your uh, host of the Stacks Podcast. Now, just a uh, quick one before we kick off today's proceedings. Just want to say a uh, big weekend coming up on the 21st of January 2018. Uh, we have Corefest 2018. So if anyone was at the uh, at the Spring It On Festival last year, this is a roll-on from that one and well worth checking out. Just to let you know, uh, kicks off at 11 o'clock and we've got bands like the Skelton Collective, Just Pacifica, Lamandra, Red Hill Burn, The Lost Heretics, Rasteel, Litterhammer, Laurie Luke, uh, The Yob Mob's going to be there, Killmeister, The Ramones Explode, Mothman, uh, Incomplete, Blind Spot's going to be there once again, love those boys, uh, ZFD are going to be there, Childlike Empress, Chuck Hombre, the old stalwarts from that place, Second Grade Renegade, and uh, Extorture are going to be turning it up as well as Sonic Druid, and the Big Jack is going to be there. So not only are we going to uh, have the bands there, I will also be recording a uh, podcast there throughout the whole day, so it'll be pretty noisy, but we'll get to sort of have people drop on in and uh, have a bit of a yarn here on Stacks. Okay, dudes, well, today I've got Darian and Harrison from the Angels Leash. They're going to drop in today and have a word to uh, to myself, talk a little bit about uh, their music, and we get to hear a little bit about uh, a bit of an insight to how the boys go about recording their own music as well. So sit tight, stay pretty. Uh, we are go on stacks. Are you excited? Yeah. Storm's getting me pumped up, man. I'm telling you what, man. I think the storm's my day, but this one right here, I sense it, man. I just got that. See, I broke my foot a long time ago on a dirt bike. Every time it storms and it's getting pressured up, I can feel it. I can feel it in my foot, that left foot right there. Oh, yeah. Right here. I believe you. Won't you look right here? <laughs> you see that scar? Yeah. You hear that? Mm-hmm. That's thunder. Mm-hmm. It's coming, Pet. I'm telling you right now. You know what? I bet that, I bet that storm's coming. It's got tigers in it. Hey. You mark my word, you write it down, you take it to the bank. Okay. I bet there, I bet you there's tigers in it. See all that right there? Going green, baby. It's going green. Like that movie on Twister? Uh-huh. That's a bad sign. I know what I'm talking about because I watched the movie. Okay. got Darian and Harrison from The Angel's Leash. Welcome to the uh, the Stacks podcast, lads. What's going on? Thanks yeah, for having thanks, us. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, couple of lads in here now. I, I said to the boys and I say to people all the time, so what what sort of music do you call it? Because I, I mean, I listen to it and I called it uh, I called it sort of pretty hardcore metal, but uh, the boys were pretty pretty adamant. It's just, just metal. Just metal, yeah. yeah. Call it metal. We used to call it math. Like just <laughs> metal as fuck. Mm. <laughs> Math. So, uh, Darian, um, how long have you been playing, mate? Uh, coming up on 10 years, playing guitar for 10 years, been playing bass for two, three years. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, started off acoustic guitar playing Spanish stuff. That was my, what my guitar teacher got me doing. And do you reckon that's influenced the way you're playing now? Um, a with little your, bit. With your arpeggio and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Um, more more when I write lead parts, it's yeah. more influenced. When I write rhythm parts, it's 
less influence. That's more later years. But after about three or four years, started getting into metal, and um, guitar teacher ended up saying, "Yeah, you're too good. I can't teach you anymore." So you go on, and so about four years in. So since then, I've been teaching myself. Yep. Yeah. Excellent, Harrison. Uh, mate, you're the vocalist. Yeah. So uh, when did you sort of like? Did you did you start in the shower? Like, <laughs> well, well, like many vocalists on the planet. Or, yeah. Uh, so was, uh, when, I, when I first started, I used to play guitar. I'm moving on to about 13 years of guitar now. Uh, similar to Darren, starting with acoustic, but I got a bit bored of that and I moved into uh, sort of um, singing. And it was alright at first. The teachers I had made me sing Disney songs, and <laughs> I I bloody hated it. Um, and so. Do <laughs> Yeah, so moved into that. I've always been a big fan of Linkin Park. Um, so that probably got me into the sort of heavy stuff. And then around the same time... That's uh, my daughter. She's, uh, she's a bit of a singer as well. Um, we're locked in a, uh, we're locked in a, um, a little theatre room at the moment and we've locked Kiki out. So Kiki made a bit of an uh, appearance on the last podcast. And, and I guess until I'm in the studio, Kiki's probably going to make more appearances on the podcast. But she sings a bit of death metal. And... I'll tell you something very quickly about Kiki. I, was, I sit in here sometimes playing a bit of guitar and I might sit there and play something nice and clean with a bit of chorus in it. Could not give a shit. <laughs> as soon as I crunch it up and then tr- hit the triple rectifier on the old roll in there, next thing you know, she's thrashing around, <laughs> doing these ones, punching them in the air, like head bopping around and spinning around in circles. So uh, I think my daughter's joined the dark side. So, yeah. A little prodigy. Yeah, a little prodigy, yeah. right? Yeah, so she's... Uh, and I'll play her a band called uh, Baby Metal, which, uh, you know, Baby Metal? Yeah. Yeah, so, because mum's Japanese and yeah, I'm not, obviously. Could be sooner. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, we sort of we get a, in a Baby Metal and she loves it, so she likes that kind of sound now. So, mm. yeah. So you were singing a mate and you realised that... Yeah, well, uh, I got into metal probably, what, like five years ago? Yeah. yeah. Big influence with Avenged Sevenfold. Yep. Sort of that, that got me right into it. And I progressed with that, like, sort of light stuff, but then I slowly got into heavy stuff like Slipknot. Because how old are you, Les? Uh, I'm 19. 20. He's 20, yeah. Yeah. So, pretty pretty young. Yeah. Um, but Avenged Sevenfold, I mean, it was a bit, it's way after my time. I mean, I come through with yeah. the 90s grunge scene. Mm. So that was the shit when I was your age, but fuck, that was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Avenged Seven. Would you say, because they kind of opened the door for, I'm going to say, like, mainstream fantasy metal. Yeah. You know how people, it's where kids yeah. started listening to it and, like, because for us, we kind of, it was thrash. Mm-hmm. And you had the thrash bands. You had, like, yeah. the Metallicas and then um, Slayer and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you had um, sort of skate thrash as well, sort of was getting around. And then it kind of was paved the way. And then all of a sudden you've seen bands develop in all these subgenres of metal. You know, yeah. you end up with like the yeah. yeah. Avenged Sevenfold, but it's, I must admit, it's really cool music. Mm. It's good to see, to be around mm. that whole development of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so at what point, mate, did you sort of sing and went, yeah, I can do this? Like, um, well, the part where, you know, you could do the screams and not cough up blood. <laughs> like around that point where it's like, ah, <laughs> I can make it, I can do that, yeah. What the fuck was that? Was, there's that car key, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Yeah. They reckon you swallow seven spiders or something in your lifetime when you sleep. Ah, yeah. So have you ever yeah. woke up like, or oh, just be singing and then fucking up comes a spider and you're like, 
I reckon that theory's right, eh? Like, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> I cannot remember spawning on that funnel web, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And um, so you guys have been re- doing a bit of recording as well. Yeah, yep. past, and you, past, and you, You're um, doing it yourself, aren't you? Just yeah. How cool is it nowadays with the technology? I'll tell you what, when I grew up, you had to have a double tape deck. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you had to put a tape in and you put a bit of sellotape over the the tabs that yeah. so, it, so it would dub over itself yeah. then you would you, you have to have nine you'd go out and you'd have to buy and it was always TDK you couldn't go any other way TDK tapes you get seven or eight tapes and that was the eight track and you just record through this pissy little mic through the thing sitting there with you put your amp up to it lay down the track mm. or you'd try and put it at the best spot where the drums sound okay record it take that tape out and then you kept overdubbing overdubbing until you got <laughs> you know seven or eight tracks so you're pretty lucky lads to have that but that SAE the uni I went to to learn um, studio production they've still got a full blown tape machine in their mastering room yeah well uh, there's a fella called Rob Grant down at uh, Fremantle and he's got Poon's head and he still uses the old five inch wide tape which Mm. is it's like this blue tape and it has a really good sound I, I recorded with a band years ago down there and the sound is different it's not sharp, you know, mm. it's got a real... I guess visually, if you look at Days of Our Lives, how it looks like, you know, someone's like waxed up the camera lens, mm. well, it's like listening to that, you know mm. what I mean? So it's, yeah, which I don't know how it would go for, for your guys' stuff, but just having a chat to you fellas earlier, like, um, oh, actually, before we do it, do you still play guitar? Do you ever throw a bit oh, of guitar yeah, around? Yeah. Like, uh you know, every other day, whenever I get a chance, I feel like, you know, cranking out some Death Punch or whatever. Um, just something fast to keep you in tune or whatever. To, yeah. Uh, so you don't lose the, the edge of... It cracks me out because old fossils like me, we get these young blokes like you, and you go, I play a little bit. Next thing you know, they're just scaling all over a neck, and <laughs> here I am 35 years later still playing the same blues riff. And uh, so, yeah, you'll find a lot of the young fellas real humble. I'll just play a couple of chords and then... Doing all these sweeps and shit. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's amazing. It's just what, I suppose, what you get in there. But um, now, it's good that you sort of still play, but get, getting back to you, Darian, what's uh, what's your acts of choice, mate? What are you, what are you loving to play? Oh, God. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, play... At the moment, I'm switching between Panic at the Disco, playing a lot of that, yep. and Death Punch, um, Slipknot, various metal. Yep. Yeah. When I said that, acts, acts of choice, I should have said uh, guitar of choice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, but I'm, got... glad, I'm glad everyone knows now that you're uh, a metal guy that's into Panic at the Disco. Yep. <laughs> they're, um, they're all right, actually. Yeah. Well, where are they from? Are they Australian? No, American. American. Are they? Yeah. 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 But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, what guitars are you playing? Uh, I've, at the moment, I've got a seven, mainly got a seven string, six string. Yep. I've got a couple of other guitars, but they're my two mains. My six strings a um, LTD, uh, yeah, LTD Les Paul. Yep. And my seven string is uh, Ibanez. Nice seven string. Yeah. yeah. Pretty. Um, the LTDs and that, like, I see a lot of boys around here playing them. Mm. They're good guitar. Yeah. Also got an LTD Explorer, but I haven't played that for a little while. Yeah. I've got to clean it up a bit. Whatever. They, they got, uh, they've just got the twin humbuckers at the back, haven't they? Mm. And then another one up at the neck. Yeah. Yeah. That'll have a real, uh, 
you get a bit of an old sound with that one. Mm. Yeah. Only issue I do have with Gibsons is I've we've always got to change out the stock tuning pegs because the tuning peg for the G string, every single guitar just doesn't stay in tune. On Gibsons? <laughs> yeah. And you think G, Gibson, you think yeah. they'll fucking get on to that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is just a, it could be an inside joke. I can't believe people pay three and a half grand for these things. Yeah. The tune is fucked. <laughs> um, yeah. But they keep buying them. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I picked up a guitar the other week, um, a Schecter Blackjack. Ooh. I'm really happy with it. I don't think I can play it like it's meant to sound. Mm. Yeah, but uh, uh, it sounds pretty good. I was stuffing around on it the other day and... Uh, I've always had passive guitars. This mm. is the first act. I've always had active basses, but always had passive guitars because I would I'd buy Telecasters and pull them apart because I like the feel of a Telecaster. But I'd put humbuckers through them and <laughs> like all these suppressors in them and stuff, and then just run them really hot. And, yeah, pull out Kramer sort of amps, uh, Kramer pickups, and whack them all in it. And Basically, get what them Jim sound in there like pretty crazy and butcher them and yeah, make them look pretty uh, ugly. But uh, <laughs> Have a bit of fun with that. Mm-hmm. So um, now, a couple of young fellas, obviously near metal and that, but I want to know more about what you guys are into for a bit of fun. Now, you mentioned before you're into, is it like um, is it like role play? When you said card games, for me it's like euchre it's... and a bit of blackjack, but you guys, are, you're not doing that, you're doing... Yeah, it's wizards, magic, <laughs> wizards. magic wizards. gathering, yeah. <laughs> It's like um, that, you know, the zombies and dragons. And yeah. But it's like it's like the old role sort of thing. Sort of like that. It's yeah. like strategy. Because I just watched yeah. um, Stranger Things. And the boys, <laughs> yeah. the very first scene, the boys are playing something like, is it like that? You know, where they're, oh no, they're, they're on a board game. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, you could equate it to that. Yeah. Basically just um, a strategy game. That you no, 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 they are using cards. Yeah. yeah. They are using cards. Yeah, so take me through sort of basically what, what's the game of that? Well, how, do they, how do they play that? Um, you put cards on the table, you use those cards to make more cards, to kill the other person's cards, and then you kill the other person. All right, yeah. so they can't just go through the cards and pull it out no. whenever? Or nah. It's no. like what's on top at the moment? What's on yeah. top, you get that it's a good thing. So it's a chance thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. A lot of luck and, and a lot of strategy mixed together. Yeah. yeah Got to right. be good at deck building as well. Yeah. Got to well-built deck then you're going to win more often so when you say that you mean you've got a good collection of heavy hitting cards is that right not necessarily no. just good variety of cards um like magic you've got mana which is what you need to actually play cards yep. you've got a good mix. i mean i've played a few like video games and that and mana's always the yeah the blue bottle <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah, or, or green yeah, yeah. So like it's, it's like power or energy and yeah yeah do you know it's actually comes from a polynesian word which is Meaning power as well. Yeah, manners. Yeah, so all manners. They talk about manner and that's about the strength within yourself and all that stuff. So, yeah, just dropping a bit of knowledge. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. now. So it's all, it's all knowledge now, man. You're fucking mm. filling me in about these card games. <laughs> yeah. So, um, did, like, can you get together with someone, that, someone else, obviously, that's just got their deck of cards and, and can you walk away with... Like, do you have to give people your cards if you lose? Uh, no, they used like, to, but they banned it. Yeah, it's, it's like minor gambling. Oh yeah. really? And they yeah. didn't want to get, to, get like, a license. Get for a that. license for gambling for it. So yeah, they're going to tell just a couple of guys playing in the schoolyard or or something like that. I guess if you uh, play in the schoolyard, you, you can. Yeah, yeah but they had like an ability on cards that they were using in tournaments where you'd have a pot of cards and the winner would get the pot. 
But um, yeah, because they'd have to get a gambling license to use that in tournaments, so they banned the mechanic. There you go. That's interesting. So, yeah, bizarre because um, I mean they banned marbles at school for the same reason when I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, no shit. They because you know if you you get to keep the marbles and I don't think they banned it because. They considered it gambling. I don't think they were that well sort of into it back then. I think they banned it because people were fighting. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Look, I'm taking it. No, you're not. Yeah. Boom, boom. You know, like some kids yeah. lost, lost his marbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very interesting. So that, 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 that'd be a whole subculture that I wouldn't even know. Is it big? Is there a lot of dudes in it? Yeah. It's a lot of, yeah. And is it a bit like a fight club? Like, first rule, don't talk about card club. Is there a bit of that going on? Or is it something you like to keep underground? Or whatever yeah. it's big it's small <laughs> depends what you like to do yeah right yeah. and there's a place in Perth where everyone goes and plays oh, this thing a few, a few places, few places yeah, right? yeah, yeah yeah cool that'd be quite interesting no but I was just saying like, I was watching that Stranger Things and I remember when I was young Dungeons and Dragons was sort of just hitting the scene for the first time and we heard about it and it was like Dungeons and Dragons and I'm like what is it and then but I think it was a bit more role playing as well mm, yeah yeah so Hey, uh, let's. Do you want to have a listen to one of your first songs? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Just uh, might be a good sort of segue in there. Sorry about the sound back there at home, folks, but uh, I guarantee you within a month we're going to be in the new studio and it'll sound slick as. But. Uh, Thunderstorm. No, yeah, <laughs> that'll be Kiki sliding a chair up to the doors and she'll just sit there and listen and talk to us through the door. Yeah, sometimes I'll probably be better off bringing her in but uh so the first song we're going to listen to we'll talk a bit about it before we do god is yeah tell me yeah. about it god is is uh well it's a bit of a you know um well both of these songs we got they're, they're like social commentaries you could say yep. sort of god is is that um a look into you know very extremist religion views you know that people have the saying that's like god is dead well it's like what is god it's dependent on what the person what their version of God is. Yep. So you could say for hyper-religious, it's like the Jesus figure or whatever. Yep. To, you know, socialist economists, it's like money. So it's And a like, lot of people have a misconception that they, they, I mean, there's dickheads out there that go, oh, fucking all metal's evil, you know? Mm. Like, it's, it's not. I mean, ask the question. Yeah. I've listened to some Norwegian death metal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is, but... <laughs> It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> the film clips were even better. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, because religion probably more than ever is going through a... They're under attack, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially... And not just any one religion, religion in general. Mm. I mean, with everything that's going on with some faiths and some others and all that kind of stuff, and then you've got other churches that are under the pump and then other sects and religious sects... In, the, in other countries that's going on, I won't get too specific, but uh, religion in general is in attack. But I, I, I like to talk a little bit sometimes on these things about um, uh, about where do you think we come from or how do you think humans got here? Yeah. It's one of my favourite topics on the planet. <laughs> and I like asking a lot of metal, metal guys because you've either got christian metal and then there's the rest of the metal <laughs> and the christian metal is like yeah we know how we got here we've been told we read the book you know like we've got the manual you know um that was printed recently <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the other theories that you know because i mean i'm a firm believer in um 
the Sumerians and the Yenikai and the and the Nephilim and that they all existed, you know, and, and that we got here and that we're a bit of a hybrid from a, a an alien species come in, tapped in, shagged a few of the fucking hairy locals, and <laughs> next thing you know we've ended up with sort of you know not as much hairy bodies and a bigger brain and all this sorts of shit and there's a whole a whole thing I'll go in on and and look at things like um, uh, magnetic memory and all this kind of stuff and I, I've watched too much shit but I've fill my brain full of all this stuff so. That's why I'm really interested in this song. Now, you say God is, but, and you just explained to me, you know, it could be sort of so many things, but is there a hidden message in here that, you know what I mean? Like, is it, is it sort of, you guys explaining how you feel about the whole deal? Yeah, it's sort of just like... Because do you write the lyrics, Harrison? Um, yeah, yeah, I write the, the primary, the lyrics that come together. Yep. Um, and it's kind of like looking at people and sort of, debasing their arguments yep it's like they say well this world is the way it's meant to be yep but it's like is it really or is that you imposing your will on the way it's meant to be yeah true like a, lot, a lot of the way you said that because you'd be fun you invite the uh, the door knockers in and say come and have a chat let's sit down <laughs> do you ever do that <laughs> uh, if, I, if, I, if I have the time I used to live with it, the, live with the mate years ago and if they come round yeah they yeah. Sort of used to bring him in and go oh, like and I used to sort of tell them what I believed and they're like <laughs> <laughs> which which kind of fucking backfired because they went we've really got to get this guy on the right path yeah. yeah him and his mate are fucking loopy you know, so. stick those upside down crosses in the front <laughs> yeah so um, yeah so I mean for you what's the or for either of you what's the biggest evidence to say that religions kind of I think they're ignorant to a lot of things you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer in science, but I think science isn't 100% correct either. No. Yeah. I think there's there's a bit of middle ground. Yeah. The religious guys have got a little bit right. Someone come from somewhere up there, you know, that's kind of where they're right. But, and the scientists go, no, 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 it was all earth-based and that. And I think I think there's a bit of both. I think, oops, you know, someone come from there, hit the guys down here at earth, and then humans sort of developed and then go back 12,000 years ago where they write about the great floods. That did happen, but... It also wiped out an intelligent civilization, which has been around here for you know anywhere between four to five to six hundred thousand years prior, and that's who built the pyramids, and that's who built all the things, and it's only those megalithic structures that are still around because of the the earth floods. I mean, just to drop a bit more knowledge, if if a glacier was to melt up at the Antarctica, and and one of the major glaciers up there was to melt four hundred feet, the whole Earth's sea levels would rise for. Now, if you have 400 feet of water coming at you, not many of us are going to survive. No. So, yeah, so some, some shit like that went down back then and there's evidence of it. And um, scientists don't want to back up and go, well, we're fucking wrong. Religion doesn't want to back up and go, oh, we're wrong. So we've got the two heads of how yeah. this all happened at a stalemate. Neither of them want to say, yeah, we've fucking, for the rest, <laughs> for the last 100 years, we're, we're or, or if you talk about Christianity, for the last... 2,000 years, we've, we've got this fucking completely wrong. No one's going to sort of, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's too much at stake. So that's awesome. I'm liking this song. So on that note, um, let's listen to God Is. Yeah. And fucking think about that, dudes, when you listen <laughs> to this song, all right? Don't just listen to it.
That was awesome, lads. That was awesome. We just listened to God is brutal as fuck. I just, uh, while we're listening to it, I made the comment of uh, it sounded a little bit like uh, a band called Once Almost Never that was on an earlier podcast. And the guys are about your age as well. So there's a lot of brethren in Perth that, that have, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hearing it like you guys are like the next gen, well, probably two generations on from, from when we were growing up, all trying to emulate sort of, you know, Judas Priest. <laughs> which we'll look back now and just go what the fuck but uh, yeah no that was wicked um, awesome boys now you recorded that at home yep great sound so how'd you do it what do you got what are you uh, using to uh, do that basically I've got a cheap um, two channel interface yep and Steinberg UR22 I believe yep and for guitars uh, SM57 yep through my amplifier and I've got a PV Viper 100 watt amplifier which is got some some pretty good um tones then for vocals we use an anti sure uh yeah sure anti, not sure there's an anti one yep yeah um, yeah 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 um that's a funny story yeah. with that <laughs> yes one of our friends he got himself one of these uh oh no it was just <coughs> the nt um series the first one in that and um he got one of these <coughs> don't know why but he sings he wanted to do some recording himself and um we were borrowing that because at the time we didn't have anything really to do vocals because we've got SM58 but 
recording studio. It's not really the it's terrible. best. Yeah. Um, terrible quality. And like I've got my eye on a couple of really cool mics for um but they're six hundred dollars plus. So for the moment we were borrowing that. And then one day he decided that he needed it for to record something for his art project. Um, and no, he didn't tell us anything about it. So and this was the day um, we were supposed to get it to record, and we had told him a week before that we needed it. He said sure. So then we decided, well, we need to record something. We need to get this done. So when we went out, <laughs> got like two hundred and fifty bucks, picked yep. up this mic pack. Which is really uh, good. It's a bit better quality yep. of the one we were borrowing. So. I've got a uh, drum pack under here that, and I've got the Shaw drum pack and I've got an AKG, nice. AKG drum pack. And this one, it, it, it had Vox on it. Mm. And I bought it purely because it was Vox. And I went, I wonder if online from who knows where the fuck I stand, you know, like somewhere. And it's the best sounding one I've got and it's cheap as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just nice. sounds awesome. Like it's, because it's bad quality, it, you can. It's not too sensitive, and you can just drive it. Yeah. You can drive it better, and you get a better, better sound yeah. out of it. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And that cost, I think, it was sixty bucks. Nice. <laughs> and I spent, you know, like eleven hundred dollars on the Shaw Pack, mm. and that is better to use than the Shaw Pack I got, and the AKG one, which is in a cupboard yeah. somewhere. So um, that's really cool. And then, yeah. what programs are you using to build it? Uh, I've got using Reaper. Yep. Because um, when I went to SAE, I learned on Pro Tools, learned on Logic and mm-hmm. Ableton. Mm-hmm. But after going through all those three, I still prefer Reaper. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Isn't it funny? You find your lane, don't you? Yeah. You, you sort of find. You find the one that um, you, you're happy with. And for mm-hmm. me, I like using Logic. Like I, mm-hmm. I guess because it's. I mean, even just to record this, it's easy for me to use GarageBand, and then because it's just simple, and then use the uh, compressors on it, and then flick it over and do a little bit of work then in um, in Logic, and it's done. But I uh, muck around Pro Tools, and and you know, which is the industry yeah, standard. But it's, it's funny, everyone I talk to these days, no one really uses it much anymore. Because no. it's because you've got other doors that are easier to use. Yeah. Pro Tools, it's good, but it's complicated. Yeah, it's like uh, for video editing. Um, mm. I, I use Final Cut for a lot of stuff I do, and people go, "Like it's for, it's basic," and I go, yeah. "It's fucking brilliant." <laughs> you can you can always buy plugins, mm. you know, and filters all the and they, yeah. you can have whatever else anyone's got, but it just processes well too. But Adobe Premiere is sort of what everyone's using, you know. But mm. once again, it's a fucking head fuck to try and get your head around it. So. Yeah, so you got that result out of it now. Yeah. So we, you're micing your guitars. Micing guitars. And with your vocals, were you doing a um, like a? Did you have like a mic thing? You know, like a. Um, we did you have a reflector sort of. Try yeah. at the start. We were actually using like a mattress. We just prop yeah. up in the wall and yep. just yell at the mattress. Yep. But then we found a, a really sweet spot in um, this the room we were recording in, yeah. which yeah. is like almost dead center in the middle, and we get this yeah. nice like. Isn't it, isn't it that's that's yeah. the beauty of recording eh? like yeah. you could do it in this room too but you'd have to move things around yeah. until you got the right spot yeah yeah um i'll give you another tip cheap way out of it too you know the foam pads the eggshell pads no. yeah you get a few of those yeah. 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 you put them in a cardboard box and you sort of sit, sit it the cardboard box over so you're singing into that box yeah sounds delicious people just go that sounds so wicked man yeah, yeah custom made Vocal, <laughs> vocal booth and, yeah. they, and then they see it and it's like you know Harvey Orange's sort of box or something like that one. yeah with the, with the uh, stuff in it so I've used that in the past as well so yeah um, and that's how you got that sort of that nice because the tone in those vocals was really cool 
Yeah. And I was saying before, I can't believe you didn't mention about bloody Pantera because I'm here and you've got a little bit of Phil and Selmo in you, my friend. Like that, that hurts me. I know. I know. I'm, I'm fucking stabbed him in the eye. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Never a fan of Pantera. Uh, there's a few songs I don't mind. Yeah. Like the, the I mean, I know it's not the the, yeah. the, the flavour you're in there. Yeah, I mean, but you know, he, he I mean, he's a wanker. Yeah, yes. he's a great wanker. Yeah, he's a bizarre cat, but he could sing. He, yes, you know. oh, yeah. they could write good music. They could write, yeah. and yeah. I'm hearing the guitar whales as well. So I was sort of like, going, sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny because that was probably for me the closest to what you guys do growing up with, and I love Pantera, mm. but he was a wanker. Yeah. He uh, he kind of fucked that, but. Um, Oh, very good. So, with all that gear in mind, what is what did you what did you spend to record that? Like gear wise, to get it done. Um, a lot of the gear kind of had already. Yep. The um, mainly the interface I had beforehand before I started my course and all that because I really wanted to get into recording, and then I was just plugging my guitar and bass straight into the interface and using amp sims. Yep. But comparing it to a real amp, kind of. For what we want, the amp lenders more. It was full of sound. You yeah. get a, yeah, yeah. You get a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and it's what you'll find is too, if you have real amps at your disposal, mm. that's cool. But you need good mics to be able to make yeah. it work for you. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, mate, you can spend thousands, and then 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 you get some good simulators through your computer. But the beautiful thing about doing it through your computer is. You may not have the best simulators, but if you've got a good ear and you know how to EQ and, mm. and, and to how to roll your filters right, mm. you can get some yeah. amazing sound. So. Yeah. I mean, probably we got, collectively, the whole year, we probably spent less than a grand on it. But that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think we just bought the two mics, that was it. Yeah, like the two mics, that's like and 350 bucks. Your interface, yeah. which is interface. a couple hundred bucks at best. Yeah. Yeah. So. And bass just went straight into, trends the interface and Amsims. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what you get now for, I mean, going back 15, 20 years ago to get the interface to work with your computer to be able to record, you were spending like seven or eight grand. Mm. Nowadays, every every desk has got a USB output on it. Yeah. And uh, they work beautiful as an interface as well. So, yeah, that's really good. And um, so what, what are your dreams, boys? What do you want to own studio-wise eventually? Like, if you could oh, go God. tits out and just go nuts on it. There's a lot. Yeah, I where do we start? Yeah. Uh, one thing I definitely want to go straight for eventually is getting a distressor, the um, analog compressor, because that is amazing for vocals and dialogues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Eight, eight socket uh, interface. Yeah, eight interface. And just, just to tip it on too, for guys that do record, your best friend for vocals, and even just doing podcasting, is a good compression unit. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you to do a good one, and it's... For the money, it's actually works brilliant, and it's Behringer. I've got a good compressor, Ooh. digital compressor, which is really good for vocals. Once I'm set up, I'll be using it in there as well. We'll always run through it, but uh, yeah, it really makes things nice and clear, and doesn't you won't get all those sort of spikes and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And, and it's and it's a pre-filter before you go in mm. to record. So then, when you've got your recording and that anything you use, and you're only just mm. you know, and you don't get that massive swing in the in the tone, you know. So yeah. oh, very good. Um, have you been playing in Perth? Where's where you been, Jim? Uh, we haven't yet. We haven't. <laughs> Mainly, most of the people say, "Oh, you want you need a full band to be able to play because yeah. they don't want us throwing them drum and bass tracks." Yep. Um, so have you got but, a couple of? Are you going to audition and get someone in to play with you guys? Or is it trying to? Put you guys bands? in mind. Yeah. You might, um, might want to 
hang up basically but yeah, yeah but it's just hard to find musicians it is <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and it's one of those things there's a, there's a million out there yeah you know but everyone wants to do their own thing yeah and it's yeah. like no it doesn't work like that. you gotta yeah. yeah yeah so I guess uh, maybe keep looking I mean that's the thing with Perth too we've got all those great sort of sites you know like Perth Musicians and Band Aid mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Mac and all those other ones that are out there where yeah. you can probably grab someone to lay sort of try and then you need to it's so expensive isn't it mm-hmm. rehearsal space 90 bucks for the day just yeah. to get you know and then you, you want to tr- trial two or three guys but have you been to any or have you any of you year to audition for another band at all at any point in your life once yeah um but they did I, f- I fucking hate it, <laughs> yeah. I hate it. <laughs> they kind of just said yep you're in because they didn't have anyone else <laughs> auditioning for guitar and um that fell apart after one practice one practice <laughs> yeah wow because it didn't have a drummer the vocalist they had was overseas so it was bassist going through a tiny amp and a good, other guitarist was a foot pedal through a line six spider five so that wasn't that speaker is terrible yeah yeah <laughs> and then there was me with my pv viper which i've had for five six years yep. having to like the volume was only on one or two because i had to make sure they could keep up with me volume wise yeah true. it was like a 20 30 watt amp competing with a 100 watt amp yeah, yeah, I've got a uh, guitarist that I play with that plays for a PV5150. And it's... Can't think of too many places in Perth he could use it properly. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets it to two and I go, it doesn't sound right. He goes, I can't put it any louder. <laughs> so, yeah. And then he's got a little... It's uh, a little 100-watt Marshall, which... That thing's out of his tits as well. So get, get, get something at 30 watts so we can get it sounding warm in Perth, you know? But, yeah. One day we'll play Wembley and uh, <laughs> yeah. we can pull up. Well, it's the same with my bass rig. I've got a fridge. It's an 8x10. Oh, nice. It's the only one I've got now because I won't play through anything else because I'm so like the sound of it. So mm-hmm. that means I have to lug it to every yeah. gig I play it with. Uh, yeah, nuts. Um, boys, what 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 to next after here? Like, once you get recorded, you're probably going to push to get someone in. Mm. Yeah, well, we're looking to get um, new people to join our roster. But also, uh, well, we'd like to start doing shows and shit, but we're just happy it's, making music. Yep, so, yeah. Like, we've already started coming up with new material. Um, yeah, but yeah. doing shows would be pretty sweet. That's yeah. Our, that's our goal now is to yeah. fill out the catalogue. <laughs> it's funny because there's a few bands that do exist where they had a massive following but they never had a band together and then they mm. decided then to put... So I guess... And the good thing you've done is is that you've put the music down mm-hmm. so people can go... Like myself, if you were to say to me, like, yeah, can you come play bass at this gig or this gig? And I'd be like, yeah, no problem. Send three music, bang, this is what we're doing, this is the set. And, you know, they can take a bit to, to, to learn it. So yeah. I play in a band and we've got a fella called uh, Peter and he writes all the music out. When he writes music and writes a song, he puts it all in notation... Um, tab uh, notes if we want it you know and then um, also records everything in that and that way we learn all the music and it's just so simple mm-hmm. you know so if anyone's out there and would likes what you're hearing uh, get in contact with these guys how can they get we'll, we'll get we'll get on to that at the end of the podcast but make sure you get in contact with them and uh, fucking join their band yeah so only uh, rock gods apply <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Tougher to ban that. Yeah. You gotta get I think you gotta get on first, you know? Yeah. If 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 I was to sort of be auditioning dudes for a band, I wouldn't actually play anything the first time I met them. Yeah. I'd say come in I'll meet you down the pub, let's just have a have, yeah. have a few beers. Because mm. I think for me that's the most important bit. Because mm. if they're not exactly what you are musically, but you love the guy, you're willing to work together to polish it up. Yeah, Where yeah, a lot of definitely. bands don't do that, they get the guy in straight away and they go, oh, he's not what we want musically. Yeah. But it's very hard to gel the first time. You know? I think with us, our music is sort of like a, like a mixture because we both have different sort of views on the way that the song should or look, you know, sound. Yep. So we kind of just merge the two yeah. together and we go like this could work or we, we cut this bit or we'll add in yeah. this have you got different influences like yes, yes. Um, there's a lot of shared influences yeah. but there are yeah. some different yeah, yeah we, we take um, different routes you've, you've yeah. you probably have um, I don't know I say I've got more like heavy melodic sort of influences uh, listen to a bit of rap for kind of impacts the vocals a bit as well mm. uh, I'm not a huge fan of rap but <laughs> Got a bit of that. You and tend to go. You got a lot I go with heavier and blues. Yeah. Yeah. Got a bit of blues, seventies, eighties rock. Yeah. And then I go heavier to stuff like Cannibal Corpse, death metal. Yeah. And yeah. What's the heaviest shit you've ever heard? Thy art is murder, probably. What is it? <laughs> Thy art is murder. So Thy heavy. art is murder. Yeah. It's another Australian <laughs> band. They're deathcore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Australia's got a real Australian men I reckon in general are we're pretty we're pretty I think brutal's probably that term you know mm. what I mean we're, we're a brutal mm. race yeah. of blokes like we're, we're just <laughs> which sometimes it's our downfall sometimes it's good you know? <laughs> I mean I, I, I've travelled around a fair bit and you talk to people and what do you think about Australian men they say well they like they know what they mean they know what they want they don't stuff about they yeah. you know mm. And they think we're all fucking a little bit nuts, which sort of helps as well. And you do get that in that sort of a lot of that metalcore type music. Heard of a band called the Dead Kellys? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Yeah. So you do get that sort of sort of through the music, and I think that's where the Brazilian metal as well. But you can hear the hint of um, the, the like when you go back to sort of Sepultura. You know, you hear the hint of the. The, the mind drums and the mm. and the ink are sort of drumming and that in it and, mm. and you get those yeah. sort of rhythms but yeah very good what um, what do you reckon's is there any event in Perth where you know like where they it's, it's all this kind of music um I've like a, not, like, not just a one off show but is there something that happens once a year that people who love what you're like putting out where they could go and check that out not really that I know of. I have gone to a few local once-off shows, but um, actually, um, band that broke up recently, Dead Famous. I went to um, the uni with the vocalist, and he brought me along to a couple of his shows. So I've got a couple contacts with um, some event managers. Yep. But yeah, they're just um, one-off shows that happen every so often. Yeah. Actually, there's another band that reminds me of yourself as well, Bayview Suspect. Then they're out and about. They're all all these bands are all up around this area, so we might need a northern murder fest. That's sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like up this way, yeah. Yeah. down south does all like you go down towards Bustleton and Marga River. It's all fucking fairy fluff music. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then as you come back up here, it's sort of like it's all 
uh, folky and all that kind of stuff. But I think we could be sort of like the North remembers, and we'll just we'll go with uh, the sort of the heavier stuff. <laughs> Do you like the clothes that are involved in metal? Like, did I see on your Facebook site where you're dressed in like a mask? Um, a Mick Thompson mask. Yep. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you like the whole fucking look? Like, <laughs> um, I like like when bands do it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's entertaining. Like, who's some of the best? I mean, there's Slipknot, Slipknot obviously. Like, yeah. They're, yeah, with those fucking clown, they're freaky. Eh? <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, good showman. Mm. Yeah, but I mean. Oh, What's the name of that guy in Silence of the Lambs? Um, it puts lotion on its skin or it gets the horns. Um, but I reckon that would be a good name for a band. His name. Mm. Fuck, what was it? Doesn't matter. Michael Myers or something? No, no, no. no. Uh, Michael Myers was the. He was a Texas Chainsaw no, yes, yes. guy, I think, from memory. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Jeez, I'm glad Kiki's quiet in the background. <laughs> you need me kid just having this fit in the background. She's too much. Um, yeah, because I, I noticed like it's sort of always sort of looking pretty mean, eh? Like it's mm. like a bit like uh, I used to like it when like I've never been a massive fan of the wrestling, but I liked I like the characters mm-hmm. in in wrestling, like the whole what it's about, uh, touch and go. But I love the theatre around it, and I like guys like Kane and the Undertaker and. You know, I, when I look at wrestlers, I used to look at those guys and go, yeah, and then you'd have, like, Ric Flair come in and be like, nah. <laughs> you know? You don't, you don't... So what would your stage presence be like on stage, Harrison? How do you think you would sort of... Um, liken yourself to someone that you think sort of... Maybe that's how I'd appear. Because yeah. would you go full on? Would you do the whole mask um, and that? I, I guess if the band kind of went that direction, I would, definitely. But it kind of... Yeah, it just depends. Yeah, I don't think I would go for the whole, you know, mask, cult <laughs> paint, all that. That's a bit too much for me. I'd rather just, you know, have a <laughs> do tank top and whatever. Tank top? Fuck. Dead Kellys. <laughs> it's going to be a blue wife bash, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do what Baby with, Metal did. The I reckon that. Blue wife bash with a fucking Southern Cross on it. <laughs> and Strayer cuts. Strayer cuts. Yep. We just do yeah. Baby Metal did. The vocalists were just... <laughs> did what they want and then all the musicians were full on uh, white faces like white clothes I remember watching they were a cover band but um, a band called Beer Fridge and those boys were just like that's how they're talking like fuck hey he's having a good night hey you can't fucking stray up and they like, play as well people went nuts mate like it just was absolutely <laughs> I love what Australia's become yeah. in, in 20 years you know Barbie country oh <laughs> We all want to be Grant Kenny and run up and down the beach and dick stickers when I was a kid <laughs> to fucking wearing like bawdies still plug of thongs and a wife bash going stray your cards <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it yeah well I reckon it's time for that next song tell us a bit about that one uh, well uh, <laughs> self illusion is a uh, similar reflection but more upon um, you know political sort of commentary Yep. You know, we got these um, super left-wing, super right-wing people just arguing. Fucking shit up. Just, yeah. yeah, going nuts with it. And so it's like, is that really how you want the world to perceive you? Now, do you want people to think that you're that sort of over-the-top nut, I guess? Because, <laughs> the, the, I mean, 
looking at that too, I guess Australia's really never worried about, we always had that should be right sort of attitude towards politics. Yeah. Mm. And then along come Trump, which politics right throughout the world will never be the same. And I've never noticed anyone talking about politics as much in every other country of the planet since he got in. Because everyone's saying, fucking Pauline Hanson's a chance now. (laughs) Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. where people didn't think about politics. So, as much as he's a bit of a like a nimrod, he has influenced the rest of the world to make better choices. So, in a kind of way, that's a really good thing from here on in. Mm. Mm. So, would that him go down to be the pioneer of the man that changed the world for better politics? <laughs> that's how he's going to be remembered. Mm. Probably not. But in actual <laughs> fact. In a bipartisan kind of way, that's exactly what he's done. Yeah. yeah. So, so to open our eyes to like, oh shit, that could it, happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but not only like, I mean, we talk about Australian, not so much. We, I guess, we're exactly the same. But when you sort of mention things like Illuminati, yeah, <laughs> Illuminati, Illuminati, done it. Who's Illuminati? What Illumin? Urani? But um, sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. But the um. <laughs> Well, people sort of, you know what I mean? Like, they always want to say, oh, the government's doing this, the government's doing that. Mm. But there's actually, where there's smoke, there's fire. The government does fuck with people quite a lot as yeah. well. And you've got the lefts and the rights, and all they do is distracting people from who's in charge anyway. So, this song, would it be, is, to, is it a wake-up call? You know, is it? Um, you, you could say it's a wake-up call. It's like, oh, the, the way we went for this when we were writing, we were like, we want just like a high-energy song that really kicks someone in the nuts. Want to kick yeah. them in the nuts? To, I don't know, just get their eyes open to like what's going on. It's like yeah, kind of falling to shit. Yep. And uh, I don't. That's probably not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But I mean, it's just crazy. Like the, the we're starting to realise. And the thing is too, like with drones that we can own, with the internet that we can access, with the dark web, which some people are tapped into, um, (laughs) things like live leaks and the fact that you and I can sit here and do a podcast and have no one censoring it, Mm. which is awesome. And that's why I love them so much is the fact that, and they could never censor them because they, they, we can get it online straight away. Mm. And then if people knew about it and liked it, the only way they could censor it is to put a slug in your head and stop you doing it. That's basically the only way they can do it. So we're starting to learn a lot more about, you know, like what is actually going on because people really can't deny it, which after this song I want to bring up something about what do we think over the years is good that the government in Australia, the United States, Britain, wherever in the world, some of the shit they've hidden that's starting to surface. Mm. So this is... Uh, Self-illusion. Yo! 
Chugging that good '90s sort of, sort of thrash metal chugging the way it was sort of going on there. It's, it was, and the sound, you know what I mean? That just good clean metal sound. Do you reckon it's coming back? Because I'm seeing people wearing '80s clothes, which fucking spins the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was there for the original run, and I never thought we'd see that shit again. <laughs> and people are sort of dressing like they are, mm. like, in, not not that we are, but uh, so do you reckon you'll get that early sort of metal coming around again? But it was Probably, all, yeah. all the vocals was very good. Ah, you know what I mean? It was all the. Yeah. I'm six foot nine, sing like I've got no balls. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah. seen that uh, Metalocalypse show? That cartoon? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Love yeah. that. <laughs> Fully fucking takes the piss out of all those bands when yeah. I was coming through the scene back then. So, oh, yeah, I love that show. I think you're playing like some old men's guitars. <laughs> Yeah. Now, what uh, what's on the horizon for for you guys as far as off music? What's 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 happening? What are you? Where is that as far as? Uh, what about job wise? Where, where where do we run into town and go like oh g'day man can I have something and then find out oh fuck it's you well this is the music so yeah we will get to where they can find your music too because you've got it available. Actually, we'll get into that now. You've got it available on on Facebook, YouTube, right. uh, it's on, on your YouTube, YouTube channel. YouTube. Yep. So, um, um, got links on Facebook. 
iTunes, Spotify, uh, Spotify pretty much wherever you get music, yeah, you can It'll get be, it there. So Most the likely. Angel's Leash, how'd you come up with a name? Um, we had a bunch of terrible ideas. We just kind of... Come, come on, what, 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 give us some of the ones <laughs> oh, that you consider. God, I can't Honestly, I can't remember. Um, I think there was something to do with Minotaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at first we kind of oh, went... Oh, that's right. Greek technique, was that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think at first we were kind of going like the black metal route where it's just very mythical. Like Yeah, we're going like, you know, just that's cool these days. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then then we kind of... Yeah, this one's... The Angel's yeah. Leash, it doesn't... It kind of fits into any any age bracket. Mm. Yeah. It's kind you of know? hit me out of the blue. I was like, that's a cool word, a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Do, you, do then, you ever like just do random things during the day and then someone says something, you go... Fuck, that's a good band name. Always. You always yeah. do Always. That. And then, like, what? Yes. Yeah, and then, like, I was, I've got a phone. I, I used to do it on my, my old phone, and I'd sort of say it in the recorder, or I'd type it into a into mm. a thing, and I had a whole list of band names. And then we'd, and then I'd take it to bands that I was playing with, and I'd say, I'd check out all these, and they were all like, oh, they're pretty shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> three months of work for no reason at all. Um, that, what, what's probably the worst band name you've heard? Um, was it Unicorns Killed My Girlfriend? That's terrible. <laughs> what, is, what is it? Unicorns, Unicorns Killed My Girlfriend. It's it's oh. dreadful. The band if is... You want to but, see but, but straight away you picture how yeah. it killed her. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that will probably sum up how bad it is, auto-tuned screams. That's the They're word. doing that? Yeah. They, they've yeah. done that. It's terrible. That's, that's one thing we have steered well clear of is yeah. the auto-tune. auto-tune. Yeah. yeah. How would that even sound? It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It it hurts your ears. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube that in a minute, and it probably is gonna end up on here because yeah. I'm gonna have to hear that, and so are you dudes out there gonna have to hear that. So, <laughs> auto tune screams. We're not yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for all that fucking ear raping that you're just about to cop when I find some of that, that's uh, brought to you by the Angels Leech. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you're, because um, listening to a bit of your music and that, you sort of, you've got a very distinct sound. Do you think you'll stay true to that? Or do you think, because you know you get a lot of bands where they'll bring out an album and you go, fucking awesome. And then they bring out, for example, and this is completely unrelated to that sound that you guys are doing, but Neil Young, he brought out a few albums and that, like um, very acoustic, very melodic and folky, and then he went electric yeah. and everyone just freaked out. Yeah, so. Yeah. Not that I can see you guys doing mandolin versions of your songs, but <laughs> what I mean by that is, do you do you think you'll stick to that? Is that do you think that's your sound, or do you think you got room for starting to sort of maybe push it into another direction? Um, I think I think, I think it's pretty pretty true yeah. to, to what we're gonna we're gonna stay on that route. Yep. Maybe uh, at a blip, um, a bit more. But I mean, you guys are twenty yeah. now too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying that at twenty. <laughs> yeah. I think if anything happens, it'll kind of be what Parkway Drive did, where they still got their sound, but they it kind of changes depending on where they are in their lives. So that's so, that's pretty normal, isn't it? Yeah. Got more crunch. Yeah. yeah. But if you did stay to what you like, all the fans that like it now will like it, like it yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. You know? so, kind of got to have a mix. Well, I was in Alice yeah. and Chains and. When they came out, I was listening to their first album, which was Facelift, and it was full on. I loved it. Then they brought out a Jar of Flies album. It was acoustic, and I went, oh, my God. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> and then about three years after it came out, it grew on me, and, I, and now, now I love it. And I probably don't listen to Facelift that much. So 
Yeah, so you just don't know. Mm. Yeah. You don't know, you just don't know. But I guess if people are dialing in and, and, and you've got the ability, I suppose, to pump out a lot of stuff. So how busy are you guys writing? And oh. while we're on that question, take me through your process of writing as well. Who does Ooh. what in this um, relationship? Basically, Harrison comes up with a guitar riff, anything, send it to me and I'll work with it. Yeah. Um, bass is always written afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes. So you, you do, do, you, do you follow your riff with the bass a lot or do you do counter melodies? Um, most of the time it follows, yep. but if sometimes you do harmonies or whatever. It really just depends on the, what the music needs and how it sounds. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've end up writing most of the music yeah. he does most of the guitar yeah. send does, it off to Harrison so he can yeah. write lyrics to it I, I have a lot of trouble trying to write just free flowing lyrics because yeah. when it comes to guitar it's like ah that's shit <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry. but usually when I, I like get an idea I stick with that idea and I'm like just start putting down whatever fits with that idea and then I just start like you know slowly sculpting it into so the words don't just fall out they don't come easy or um sometimes they do but I like to go through a few drafts yep I think it's like writing like a I think like writing an essay you know you yeah, do it yeah, and then yeah. you check it and you're like well this could be tweaked a bit yep and maybe this and other days it's just I got nothing yeah yeah gotta be in a mood you gotta be in a mood to write um yeah, it's funny because I've woken up at three o'clock in the morning. I do, I do a lot of comedy stuff as well. And mm. I get up in the morning for some reason, it's hot or something like that, and I just can't sleep. And I've written some of my funniest shit then. Like yeah. mm. when I just tossed and turning, hot night, not getting much sleep, and just went, fuck it, I'm going to write. Because I find that puts me back to sleep. But usually I like it when the house is dead quiet, nothing going on, and all you hear are your thoughts, you know, mm. and, the, and the stupid shit going on in my head. So. Yeah, I mean, everyone, that's that's why I ask that question, because everyone writes differently. Mm. But then you flesh out the music a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a funny story with Self-Illusion, actually. We've been writing for the whole year. We had four songs. We've got one cover on there. Um, and then we're like, we initially had two covers, and then we thought, uh, we want to drop that and have another song that's really heavy. It's really showing what we're like. Because you guys cover some... <laughs> pretty interesting songs like yeah. Tears for Fears for example yeah was it yeah. Everybody Wants to Rule the World yep. yeah yeah. And, but, but in, in your style yeah. which, which I love yeah, I, I listened to a guy the other day covered um, an ABBA song Mamma Mia <laughs> and it's heavy as hell and mm. it's the best version I've ever heard Just, yeah. yeah I think a lot of those old songs have that that backbone to build on yeah that you can mm. just like extract that put that in there and then it's like and it, and it's fun you've got yeah. your own thing yeah well it's a podcast we could probably get away with that I think we'll close the show with the Tears for Fears song I might are you guys okay with that yeah yeah yeah. we'll close just to cover just for a bit of fun just a good <laughs> way to to close out the show but uh, yeah because I mean it's it's I love it I, I love listening to it. I like I like the band the Gimme Gimmies that do a lot of you know I like guys that cover bands in their own style because like, you get used to hearing mm. the song but every now and then it's good to listen to something new there was an album out there where it was only stairway to heaven that was the song right yeah but it had 14 artists doing it all their own way and you think to yourself if i fucking hear stairway to heaven one more time again i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm on my way to heaven you know what i mean but what and what happens is that you start listening to it then you hear the other version and you, you actually want to hear what they do with it mm. and it becomes interesting again and it's like yeah so that's uh that's pretty cool 
Boys, uh, we might wrap it up. Um, I'm just thinking uh, before we go, yeah, we will play that song, but let's just go over this one more time. So, you guys, what are you, are you planning? Is there going to be a new release that people can listen to coming up? Um, Probably not for a while. Yeah. Maybe do, some, do some more covers. Cause yeah, because yeah. I think you guys are concentrating on getting a crew together, right? Yeah. 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 Getting a crew together, getting our jamming, getting our playing. Yeah. Um, you're free from the northern suburbs of Perth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we might... Uh, actually, I need to talk about this before we go to 60.30 this Saturday. Um, the date today is probably... I know this will probably go out tonight, so the date today is the 14th, maybe. Thereabouts, yeah, 13th, 14th. 14th, 15th, yeah. maybe, or something like that. But I think it's the 21st, so the Saturday coming up. There is Core Fest at the 60.30. There will be a lot of bands down there. I think it's 15 bucks to get in. 20-odd bands, two stages, and just a great day, Muso, for Muso. So uh, if you listen to this, get on down there. A lot of good bands, a lot of good mates. Stacks Podcast is going live from there the whole day. We're just going to sit on lounges and uh, just talk as much shit as we have for the last hour. Um, So the boys can be obviously listened once again on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've got their page where they'll have a few links there to things like Spotify and all the stuff. They can buy your music if they like it and want to put a few bucks in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, you can buy it on uh, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Google Play, yeah. Yeah, because these boys are road push bikes here, so get behind them and support them a bit. Uh, They didn't really ride push bikes here. Uh, (laughs) No, they pushed them. Uh, Flat tyre. So it's fucking... It's pretty bad for these guys. Help them out. Fuck listening to the guys that are millionaires. They're only putting out fucking the same old shit with some producer and fucking having their ass wiped for them. Get behind the local ground roots music. That's what I want to hear when you're riding down the street in your car and that. We want to hear some local shit. Not the same fucking garbage that's coming out of the radio every day of the week. So uh, make sure you get on and support these boys. Fellas, uh, parting words. What do you want to say to dudes out there that are listening? Keep it heavy. And... uh... (laughs) And don't be afraid to push on with music. Yeah. Yeah, just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it, yeah. I love the fact, see, this is what I love about getting guys like yourself on here, is that we're all just doing it because we love it. Mm-hmm. I do this podcast because I fucking love having a chat to fellas yeah. like you that are fucking passionate about what you're doing as well. So, And it's very easy to get guys talking about what they love, you know. So, yeah. All righty. Well, uh, Harrison, thank you very much. Darren. Yeah, cheers. Um, I apologise for the digs that we do on the podcast on the moment. I guarantee you, I want you back to uh, one because you deserve it and get into the uh, good podcast shed, the studio in there. And boys, welcome back. If ever you want to record in there too, come on down and uh, you can be guinea pigs, come down and, and, and test the room out <laughs> for us. So uh, thank you very much. Just remember, Stacks Podcast coming to you live this Saturday from uh, the 6030 in Merriwa. And uh, we're also brought to you by Bluebone Entertainment Solutions and The Rock Garage, which will be built very shortly. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. My name is Joy. This is Stax. This is Tears for Fears by... The Angel's Leash. The Angel's Leash. Everybody wants to rule the world.